everybody. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Talking Each Other Home. My name is Danny, your host, and joining me today, I have the wonderful and beautifully energetic Orla Isaacs. And we are going to talk all about love and her new program called Evolve to Find Love. And what I love about her work is that it's all about going within first and foremost, doing the work on ourselves, our soul, our inner, our inner child, our traumas, our masculine, our feminine. So all of this evolving to find love is really about evolving our inner world to get closer and closer to who we really are so that we may deepen the relationships that we already have or attract the soulmate that we've always wanted. And I've worked with uh, Erla a couple times before, and she's this beautiful, clear channel. And she also does like NLP work and past life regressions. And she's a relationship coach and hypnotherapist. So she's got her hands in a bunch of all different, really cool healing things. And I'm really excited about this program that she's creating, because like I said, it's all about doing the inner work first and foremost so that you can attract or deepen the connections that you have. And so today we kind of go into all of this stuff. We go into inner child work and her and some of her stories around that. Uh, and even going into the masculine and the feminine and growing up in a certain way and the empowered or disempowered um, masculine within each and every one of us. And, um, you know, of course we talk a little bit about her program and what you can expect and what all of the days are going to be. And I feel like just even just hearing this and having this awareness, you're going to start to have little things pop in and go, oh my God, I wonder if that's, kind of in the way of me living fully in love and something else cool that kind of came out during our talk was that we all are living our own love story, AKA life story. And I think that the closer that we get to love, the more that we get rid of whatever's in the way of us fully shining in love, um, the better our life story will be because love is who we truly are, right? Like at the very core of who we are as a human spiritual being, uh, what we are is love and absolute bliss and all of that good universe stuff. It's just a matter of peeling off the layers and taking off the clay and the muck of what's been dimming our light for so long. And so that's why I'm so excited about the work that she's doing. And I'm so excited about this podcast and bring it to you. It was awesome, packed full of good vibes and energy and little nuggets for you to take with you on your own uh, love story of life. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy this podcast and I will see you on the next one. And before we get into the podcast, I'm going to make this really quick. I just want to say a couple words to and from my conscious champion tribe. Thank you all so very much for talking and walking this path home with me. This would not be the same without each and every single one of you and all your own unique signature in my life. And I just want to say thank you so much for trusting me and for going on the conscious champion athlete journey with me, and then also going on the conscious champion evolution journey with me. Uh, and then also to the kids that I'm starting to work with on their mindsets and their competitive vibration. Um, Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you universe for this opportunity. And I cannot wait to see what unfolds for this tribe and for myself uh, and for all of us collectively. Cause I think really we all want to be a champion of our consciousness, right? I mean, we all have a consciousness. And once you start to wake up to the fact that you are a spiritual being, I think it's going to be really exciting for you to learn how to champion that and to go into the depths of your soul 
and uncover things that are going to make you the best you while you're here on this planet. So like, it's like so exciting to be doing this work, you guys, athletes, everybody else and, and kids like let's go. This is amazing shit. We all get to do together. And I'm so grateful every day for the chance to wake up and do this. So thank you tribe. Thank you universe. And now for an uninterrupted podcast with Erla Isaacs, enjoy the show. Erla. Hello. Hello. My beautiful. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. Very excited. Yeah, me too. Oh my gosh. So this is actually this well, second time that we've done a legit podcast, but you and I have had the opportunity to chat a little bit on Instagram and on podcasts. And now mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about your new program coming up called Evolve to Find Love, launching on mm-hmm. May 1st. May and, 1st. Um, yes. Yes. And um, I guess let's just give like a little brief synopsis to my audience. Like, mm-hmm. I guess your title, kind of like what you do, who you are, and then what we're going to be talking about today. Awesome. Yes. So my name is Erla Isaacs. I am a subconscious reprogramming expert. And what that means is I work with the unconscious mind to help individuals, every beautiful human clear subconscious blocks that is keeping them from, you know, love specifically receiving love, giving love, staying in a healthy relationship, finding a healthy relationship. Yeah. Okay. And Evolve mm-hmm. to Find Love, your program that you're launching. Um, I Tell me about like the inspiration, like what inspired you to start building something like this? Honestly, it was source. So before I've been working with clients one-on-one and what happened was because I'm a, a master hypnotherapist and a neuro-linguistic program professional, <laughs> NLP, I do NLP. And so what I've noticed was a lot of people were coming in and they were saying, okay, I have blocks with money. I have blocks with, um, you know, evolving my spirituality. Mm -hmm. And 99% of the clients, after we did a lot of deep work, realized that one of the blocks they had in their lives, the one that was deep rooted was love. Mm -hmm. It was their inability to feel love, to have love, or even feel worthy of it. And so eventually that's just what I started to do. I worked with clients to help them evolve their mind and their energy, because it's very important for all of us to know that we are conscious beings. Yes. But this body has a brain and this brain has a lot of um, nuances when it comes to psychology and how we process the world. And so energy and mind are a couple. (laughs) <laughs> and they should be coupled when you're using or choosing to heal your, your, um, love, your ability to be able to love. Mm-hmm. Yes. And okay. So how do you think about, I've heard this a couple of times. Um, there are two ways that we create two emotions in the world and one is love and one is fear. And so mm-hmm. when, if you find that you are like healing people's love energy or love mindset, um, mm-hmm. Does it come from a place of fear or do those two get intertwined? Yeah, but great question. What I've noticed is fear is always just before the root cause. Mm -hmm. And so if the root cause is unworthiness, I feel unworthy of love, then above that will be, I'm afraid to give myself or my heart to another person because I don't feel like they'll um, love me the way I should, or 
I don't feel like I'll be able to be seen, you know, the way I want to. So fear is always just above what that core block is. And so it's getting below the fear is the goal because when you understand what that root cause is, like a doctor, you're able to, you're able to administer medicine, soul medicine for yourself so that you can actually evolve to have and find the love you want. Mm. Yeah. So the root cause of some things, do you feel like it's always love? Like the, the fear is right here. And then beneath that, mm. like, is there only ever love? It's just the things that we pile on top of it, whether it be fear or unworthiness or whatever it might be. Um, and that just kind of popped in as you were talking and maybe there only mm. ever is love. I don't know. What's, what do you think about that? So, so there's another great question. What I've noticed is just because I do a lot of, I do a lot of past life regression, but regression therapy into childhood. Um, mm. A lot of us, a lot of us came in carrying things, carrying emotions, carrying feelings from past lives that we, that we still hold on to. And it's just been my personal experience while doing the work I'm doing. There's always a past life that influences this one. And so we have to take into account that too. And so your question is, is there always a lack? Is there a lack of love, which causes the fear and all that? Was that your question, Danny? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say yes. I would say yes, because love is, it takes, it takes a form. It takes the form of everything. And when someone feels love, they feel at peace within themselves. They feel balanced. They feel whole. They feel, you know, empowered. They feel like themselves. And so the process of, of embodying love is first understanding that our childhood was not perfect, but that does not mean we have to define, be defined by it. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to mention is, it's funny. <laughs> we sometimes take our hearts and we put them, some people I've noticed, they put them on a, a pedestal and we say, no one is worthy of this. No one can touch this. I don't feel like there's anyone who is good enough for me. And these are things that they hold within themselves simply because they didn't feel good enough for someone as a child. And so when we look at our patterns, and I know a lot of people are thinking about that and it's called um, having high standards, <laughs> having extremely high standards. I've had clients with extremely high standards, Danny. And the truth of the matter is, is the high standards was because they didn't feel enough for someone. So they build themselves up to be enough. I will always be enough for myself. But the minute I release this and let my guard down, will I be enough for someone else? Wow. So yeah. it's like a protection mechanism. And if we look at like the mirror work in it, like if everything's a mirror and we kind of look at how we're projecting that onto somebody else, it's like reflecting back to our childhood. So it's like, that's somewhere caught in our energy and creating this loop. And 
the lack of love creation essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, interesting. It's real. And, and the key to that is, is self-forgiveness and letting go. And Mm. a lot of people don't know how to let go because their story has become the story of sadness, fear. I am who I am because of the pain I've endured. And I get sympathy. I get attention. I get love when people hear what I went through. Mm. And this is again, everyone that I'm that that's listening, know that I'm not disempowering your story. I'm just saying, if ever you are in a position where you are choosing your story over love or creating a new love story for yourself, then Oh, it froze a little bit. Oh, did you hear me? I heard creating a new love story for yourself and then it froze. Oh, might be. Oh, this might be creating a new love story is the way you, you create a new life for yourself. Recently, I had a client who, um, she's in her seventies and her story is the story that her parents who weren't great parents, you know, they did, they did what they did. Um, but her entire story of love of self was what they thought of her. Mm. And so she defined everything she did, everyone she loved to that story. And she told that story to everyone. Mm. So people that you meet are not meeting a new you. They're meeting the old you. They're meeting the you that people in your past projected upon you and you believed. Hmm. Interesting. And it's almost like people argue for their old story. Like they are loyal Mm. to that suffering. They wear it like a badge of honor and they don't realize Mm. that like, that is like the very thing blocking them from getting the new thing. So I've, I've heard and found like working with clients and things like that. And just kind of being Mm. around the people I hear so many times people arguing for their limitations and defending their old story. And like, instead of being okay to let it go. So let's talk a little bit about letting it go and like the Mm. process of that. And does it start with like awareness or like, what's that process of releasing that? So I like to say that we try to heal the past by dwelling there, which it's not really possible. You know, it's the, that'll be the equivalent of seeing a womb and a wound on <laughs> my Caribbean, a wound and um, picking at it every time, every time the skin tries to heal, you pick at it. Mm-hmm. That's what dwelling means when it comes to your past and the pain that you've experienced. But, um, and, and what that does is it keeps bringing up the shame, the guilt, the fear, the judgment. It keeps bringing those emotions to the surface, which makes you consistently walk and project that energy, you know? And so to truly heal your past, you must do, well, it's this process I call the ABC rule. And you acknowledge, which is acceptance. It happened, you know? Um, my dad wasn't there. And this is personal. This is, I'm speaking from my experience. My father was not present physically or emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so I had to overcompensate 
create my masculine, you know, defense because I didn't have someone to, to protect me. I didn't feel like I was protected. And so my overcompensation within my teenage years and as an adult, as the female with that over dominating energy, I will do this. I don't need anyone. That was because I was compensating. Hmm. And so just by accepting that my father was who he was and because he wasn't there for me, it doesn't mean that another sacred masculine couldn't be, Mm. you know, it's the acceptance. And so B is belief, having the belief within yourself and trusting that, Hey, maybe this happened for a reason. Cause I can promise you, Danny. And I know this for a fact, if my father had shown up as a sacred masculine for me, I wouldn't have been here. I would have chosen a different career. I would have been a different person because the adversity that came through from him simply not showing up, the things I've learned because I had to heal myself, I wouldn't have. So it's having this internal belief that maybe Source was looking out for me. Maybe maybe I did have someone taking care of my back, even though at first it was painful. I've learned from the pain and now I'm so much stronger. Mm. Yeah. And so C, which is my favorite part, carry on, <laughs> carry on. And this is not just moving forward and, and, you know, just deciding, okay, well, you know what happened? Let me just keep going. No, this is crafting new beliefs, new habits, new thoughts within yourself so that the behavior that fostered these, you know, patterns that you don't like anymore are no longer part of you. Mm. You have overcome and you are creating your future instead of just living through it. Mm. Wow. So the ABC, and this is some of the stuff I'm going to be teaching um, in the 21 day of off the fine love challenge. <laughs> yeah. ABC rule. Yes. And is this ABC rule? So the, the free event that's going on March 9th, mm-hmm. uh, April 9th, April 9th, April 9th, is this going to be part of what you teach in there? Like the self-forgiveness yes. and okay, cool. Yeah. So the April 9th, um, event will be specifically for letting go and, um, acceptance. So you'll, you'll learn the ABC process and I go a lot deeper in the program itself. So you can get a little a little appetizer and you can join the, the, the actual, um, program and get the full course meal and dessert. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that's awesome. And where, just cause we're on the topic, where can people sign mm-hmm. up for the free event on April 9th, like at your website or where's like a good place for them to go. So I will actually send you a link. Okay. And this link will be specifically for your tribe, your people. And so this event will just be for your people. So everyone who is blessed enough to know Danny and follow her work, amen, you get a free event and we're going to have some fun. We're going to have so much fun. Awesome. I love it. Okay. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Oh, and while we're on the topic, um, one person wants to come to the um, event, the April 9th event, I'll be giving away one spot in the, in the 21 day of off to find love challenge. So somebody will get a spot for free 
just because you came to this event and you ask questions. You, you can't just show up and be like, all right, let me just get something free. No, engagement, send questions. What did you learn? We really don't know the specifics on what it would be to, to you know, qualify for this raffle, but I really wanna know what you took away from this um, from the event. So maybe sending a message to Danny and saying, here's what I took from this event and we'll just randomly pick someone. How's that sound? Sounds amazing. I would love that. I, I, you know, my tribe is like, they're all my, they're my tribe. So I love when I mm -hmm. can bring like really cool stuff to them. And, um, and so talking about the forgiveness, we actually just had a big call over forgiveness and acceptance and finding the truth and the lesson. And just like how you said, like, if you didn't grow up the way that you did, you wouldn't be the beautiful person that you are today, helping people along this path. And so it's almost yep. like finding the truth of the matter, not just like thinking, and then I don't know how you feel about soul contracts too. And like, maybe we chose this path for ourselves in a way. A hundred percent belief okay. in soul contracts. I know that simply because of some of the, um, the deep spiritual work with plant medicine that I've done. And I've seen, I've seen my soul contract. I know why I'm here. And, um, I had this really interesting journey where, where, uh, I was running from my, my real name, Erla, because that had a connection to do with my, my father as well. So it's really funny me embodying my name Erla now, when growing up, I, Mm, nope, don't call me Earl. My name's Tiffany. I want nothing to do with it. And so I am deep in trans connected. And I hear, you know, the reason your name is Earl Tiffany is I'm like, is why? Because you're an expansion teacher. You're an ET. This is just what it is. You are an expansion teacher. And what you will teach today will be about love. Tomorrow will be about about science. The next day, it's going to be about, um, you know, opening your, your feminine energy so that you can process intimacy and have the best orgasms ever. Who knows? The bottom line is <laughs> expansion, evolution. It is within your soul contract. And so as you grow, as you heal, everything that comes through as a channel is coming through for everyone else. So it's, it's being that, I call it being a plate, an empty plate and whatever source is ready to dish out for this person in front of me. I'm like, oh, here's some pasta <laughs> and the strings represent all the strings from your childhood that you need to overcome. Let's unwind them together. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So childhood, we've mentioned that a couple of times mm -hmm. and I just had a big aha. Uh -huh, Cause you said Erla Tiffany expansion teacher, ET, ET. That's pretty cool. I just like the, how that lines up. Um, so I just had a bit yeah. comment on that. <laughs> um, so, okay. So childhood stuff. So you mentioned mm -hmm. that a couple of times. So I guess go into like inner child work, like the importance of it, what you've discovered, how you help people through that. And like, I just, mm -hmm. I guess just dump it. Yeah. Like inner child stuff. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So inner child healing is actually day two of um, the, the 21 day evolve to find love challenge. And I want people to know is you don't have to show up every day for 21 days. This is a program, which means you go at your own pace as long as you do the work. And I know for a fact, this specific topic, a lot of people might stay on this for a week or two, simply because it is the meditation itself that I created 
you will, regardless of your age, will sit in a corner and cry. And you're not crying as the adult you, you're crying as the child that never got heard. You're crying as the child that is finally free to be seen, to be loved, and to be acknowledged. A lot of us were told to sit in a corner and not just said, you know, our parents didn't just say it to us, but emotionally and energetically, we were told to sit in the corner. I could astro project as there's a Caribbean again, astro. <laughs> I can astro project. <laughs> I can astral project at will as a child. And I was scared shitless. Mm. I didn't know what was happening. I could feel all these energies around me, so many things around me. And I remember this specific night, I, my mom was in home, single mom working hard and it's about 11 o'clock, I think. And in the Caribbean, you don't get cartoon channels all day. You get two hours of cartoons and the rest is just, you know, young and restless, so proper nonsense. So, <laughs> so it's 11, it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm watching BBC news because I just need noise. I need white noise. Cause if I don't hear noise, I'm going to hear other things. And so I'm scared to put my head under the blanket. I must've been like seven or eight. And I could feel this indentation on the bed, something, someone sat there and I am so scared. I'm so scared. And so I am, I remember that because that was the moment where I couldn't pretend anymore that, oh, it's just, it's nothing. I had to acknowledge as a child that I am feeling things. And so I shut that off because I had no one to talk to. Yeah. It wasn't until years later doing a lot of healing work that I realized that I was the one that went back energetically to be there for myself. I was the one who sat on that bed and was there for her. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> cool. And I know, I know that was so powerful because going back and having that acknowledgement that that was me sitting there, being there for her, helping her make the decision to turn it off because at that point, it wasn't safe for me. I, I had nothing and no one to talk to. And at that point, you know, you just, you just pause for a second and you realize that time and space is... Time isn't what we think it is. And the level of love you have to have to be able to process that, to feel that little girl shaking and crying and be there for her. I mean, I have countless experiences that's similar to that, but I wanted to bring that up simply because the childhood work you're going to do in this, pro in this program, just through the, the hypnosis, if you lean into this, it's going to be powerful. So my mind is a little bit blown right now because yesterday I, re I recorded a podcast with this guy, Sam. He just wrote a book called Soul Life Balance. And he mentioned, mm -hmm. and this is the first time I've heard of this and you just mentioned it again in this mm -hmm. way. So maybe we can unpack this a little bit because I'm okay. kind of, my mind is blown Yeah, about how, and to how time is gets kind of met when you go real spiritual time kind of gets, it's not what we think it is. And so he mentioned coming 
to his younger self. And at the moment he was about to harm himself in some way and he didn't. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he's like, if I didn't visit myself when I was a kid, just like you said, how you were the Mm -hmm. one that sat on your bed, that it would have been a different chain of events. So like, yeah. Can we talk a little bit about time travel and about how this, yes. because this is the second time in two days I've ever heard of this. And it makes sense to me. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of a new concept, but I'm there. Mm-hmm. So let's just go into it. Cause okay. I am curious. <laughs> so there's a couple books that I'm going to share with you. Um, one of which is my big toe, the theory of everything um, by Thomas Campbell. We both Joshua and I, Joshua more, but Joshua and I are nerds of Thomas Campbell simply because he's a physicist that worked with um, Journeys Out of the Body, Robert Robert Monroe, who basically started off with teaching the world mostly about astral projections. He documented everything that happened to him, and he was the person that really made it more known, you know, about anyone can do it. It's, it, it doesn't just have to be a secret government because, you know, they were doing it too <laughs> um, with Project Stargate. But wow. there is, when it comes to time, human beings, we have this thing about us where we have to have a construct for everything. We, and this is physics. This is, this pen is solid in order for this pen to work there has to be ink, there has to be a tube to dispel the ink, there has to be something, there's a mechanism to it. Time and universal energies, we don't understand it. There's, there's no mechanism because there's no, there's no, um, there's no direct way to do or to experience anything. There's people that have experienced healing situations on the quantum level came back and didn't have that ailment in their bodies anymore. I have, I have done um, uh, portals where I've opened up a portal to myself in a different um, universe or a different, yeah, different universe where I was about to do something. She had successfully done it and she told me what she did and I did it that way. And it was successful. Hmm. I kid you not, like the, the type of experiences that I've had when I have decided not to believe that the structure of time from the human concept is real. When I discard that, like the matrix said, you just have to understand that the spoon isn't real. Time isn't real when it comes to our concept of it. I had an experience where I, ooh, and this is actually in um, one of the days in the Evolve to Find Love program where you reach out to every part of yourself. I'm talking about old to young. I know the age I'm going to die at because that's the age I stopped. That's, I couldn't see past that age. And so embracing her, and, and feeling that thread run straight along the line of me in my mother's womb. It's, mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. And yeah, yeah th- just play with it. What I would say with getting into time travel and breaking free of concepts, is just understand that it is not what you think it is. 
you are not what you think you are. Well, you are technically, <laughs> because we are always going to be a projection of who a projection of who we believe we are. But imagine if you can actually manifest anything you want, manifest anyone you want, have experiences with past loved ones, go on the quantum feel or, or the, the uh, astral, astral plane and play with your younger self. I've done all of those things and vivid memories have come through. Imagine speaking a language that you do not know, but it comes through every time you need to heal someone. That happens to me. West African, West, a West African chant that I have no idea what it means comes through every time I need to clear somebody's energy. It just shows up. I've, I've spoken Sanskrit and I've, I don't know how to read it. it. We are vessels. We are so powerful. And to get to these, these spaces, these, these amazing experiences, we first need to deal with what's happening in our heads and what's limiting us from experiencing that. And like clearing that, right? Like clearing the conditions, clearing that. It's like opening up to the fact, like you, how you said, um, like opening your mind to maybe time and maybe we are not what we think. And I think by that very opening, like, all right, I'm open. Maybe it's just not what I think it is. Then we start to get these little things. Um, oh, yeah. And so how you get the channel from the West African stuff when it's time to heal or the Sanskrit comes through, or like you get a mm -hmm. little hit from some time thing. Um, is it just because you've let go of all of the constraints and the conditions and what we think we are that you just become sort of a clear vessel and like a clear channel, a hollow bone, if you will, so that the, whatever's going to come through is going to come through when it, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that's, that's for me, that's my gift. I'm, I'm a channel. And so understanding that you're a channel means, Hey, I gotta, I get to not, I gotta, I freaking get to show up for people every day. And if there's a message they need to hear that can change the course of their lives to be, have them become, or have the things that they truly want, get them on their mission. And that is a, I'm very happy I incarnated for this work because it's, mm -hmm. it's phenomenal. I get emails that make me tear up simply because I decided to be open and don't get me wrong. We are human. All right. We, we will always have parts of ourselves that, you know, pick up on a little guilt, pick up on a little shame. We pick up on some unworthiness. My process of becoming or staying a clear channel is simply letting it go, accepting, know that my brain is going to pick up on societal um, problems because I'm in this environment. It's easy to not feel a call to something innately violent if you're in the woods in a, in a, in a temple for 90 years and there's nothing around you but animals living in the trees blooming you even ads these days are violent it's crazy how much how much suggestibility there is in um in a simple ad today we're always taking the information in in our brains so please so if if you take anything from this podcast take you are not a bad person 
-hmm. And a lot of people walk around feeling like they're bad people because of their thoughts. You are also a product of your environment. And if your environment is sending a whole lot of things that are not healthy, that are not love, that are telling you that you're not worthy, eventually, eventually we start to believe. Yeah. That's a good check-in for everybody. Like check in and look at your, your environment. What do you listen to all day? Do you have the news on? Like is every message that you're getting hit with not of love. And like, you have the, you have the choice to change that. And I feel like people sometimes get addicted in a way to those negative messages and negative hits that they're getting. Like there's something Mm -hmm. about them that like, what would they do if they don't have those all day? So there's even like being brave enough to change what we receive on a daily basis. Like people Mm -hmm. who watch the news a lot. Um, if I say don't watch the news, they just like, don't want to hear that at all. Mm -hmm. But then people, when they stop watching the news, they're like, Oh my God, I'm still alive. Life goes on. I'm actually much happier. I'm smiling all the time. Just by Mm -hmm. that one simple change, um, of changing mainstream TV. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I personally, and I love what you just said, it's, it is just changing something. But the problem is, here's how our brain works. When you say, I'm going to stop eating Cheetos, it's not healthy for me. There's a whole bunch of things in there that shouldn't be in a human body. Cheetos. In order, Cheetos, I'm <laughs> just Forget. using Cheetos as fast, as fast food or just, you know, Anything. something unhealthy. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh-huh. that juicy, juicy cheesecake that has all these chemicals in them. You're saying, I don't want to do this anymore. Yes. Your conscious brain is deciding because your conscious brain is the goal setter. It set goals. It says, I'm not going to do this anymore. Your unconscious mind is the goal getter. That is the part of you that actually has what it takes to stop eating the Cheetos. And the thing about your unconscious mind is it needs a good reason to stop. Many of us have shallow reasons to stop doing the things we, we want to do. You know, it's not, it's not grounded in truly what we want. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to go to this, this, this event because my wife wants me to go, or I'm going to go to this event because I'm trying to pick up chicks. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, it's always externally based until the decision to change and shift something is internally based. The unconscious mind is not going to take you seriously. Also, when you get to that point of internally based shifts and you're like, this is it, I don't want it anymore. And you feel it on every fiber of your being. Then here's what you have to do. You can't just quit cold turkey and not have something to replace it with. There's now a hole. I don't want to say hole, but there's now a clear space within you. And you must fill that space, that pattern, that habit with something healthy. And so that's another thing that people get wrong. They say, no, I'm done cold turkey. And then they're scratching like drug addicts because (laughs) because that space that the unconscious mind is like, okay, now I have space for something. What are we doing? What are we doing? And if you don't implement something that works for you and also tell the body that it's right by loving this new thing, I mean, eating grapes and feeling like it's an orgasm. I said orgasm twice on your show right now. Okay. 
<laughs> by eating it and feeling like this is the best thing in the world, which tells your body, oh, okay, okay, you like this. All right, we can keep doing this. It's a new neural pathway you're creating right there. If you don't do that and you in, you eat the new thing or you replace that old thing with something and you're whining about it, I have to eat greens now. Oh, what do you think is going to happen? It will be easier for you to, re, to, to grab that old habit simply because that old habit is ingrained in you, one. Two, you're not convincing your body that this change is good. And three, you're, I guess, <clears throat> two, two is the only two points. <laughs> <laughs> only two points. Just two things, which is easier than three because it's less, less stress on your brain to remember. But yeah, if you're looking to change anything, Make sure it's an internal shift. You feel it on every, every five of your being. And two, make sure when you're replacing the old with the new, you convince your body that this is nice. I love this. I need this. Mm, look how happy I am having this new thing. Yes. So yeah. two things came up for me there. Okay. Um, like when people, okay. So I used to, of course, bodybuilding was my past, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I went to plant-based and I was eating meat all day, every day. It was like my mm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner snacks, everything. And then this internal shift. And it wasn't because like when some people do stuff, Oh, I want to be healthy. It, it seems to be very surface. And then they go back to what they're mm -hmm. doing. But if it's like a deep compassionate reason, Oh, I'm doing this for the animals or I'm doing this for whatever it's like long lasting, like the decisions made and there is no going mm -hmm. back. And then mm -hmm. everything I ate, even though it wasn't what I ate for 27 years, it was like, oh no, this is good because this goes in alignment with that internal feeling. So that mm -hmm. came up for me because that switch was very easy. And I've talked to a lot of people who want to go plant-based for healthy reasons or to lose weight, but that mm -hmm. stuff is just very surface. Um, and then like, I think about people who want to stop smoking cigarettes because they think it's a good thing to do because it's healthy because of whatever, whatever that those are very surface reasons. But like, how do you, have you ever worked with somebody that wants to stop smoking cigarettes and what could they replace it with? Because that tends to be something that's like, what, what could you do in those moments where you want to light up a cigarette? Mm. Well, imagination is amazing. <laughs> um, we, Joshua and I, we don't watch TV. I mean, we would do a movie once in a while, but what happens is, especially when I connect with mama marijuana, um, her and I, that, that plant medicine is so beautiful. She shares with me these amazing, I call it consciousness games. And so we would play these, um, these phenomenal games where we we're just tapping into the conscious stream around us. And there'll be times when I tell you the first time this happened, um, the first time this happened, I was kind of blown away simply because deciding to detach from detach from your current um, stress levels and tap into your imagination, I was surprised how psychic everything became. Like I would turn over a card, I will know the number, the 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 color and everything. It would be phenomenal. And for hours, we would just play all these really cool games. Whoa. So what I would say is anyone who's looking to not uh, smoke anymore. Yes. One, come up with your core internal reason of why you want to shift and two, embody your imagination. If your body got used to doing this habit and do it, just do it. Pretend 
But instead of inhaling toxic fumes into your lungs, inhale love. Ooh. And I'm exhaling my stress. I'm inhaling peace or that new promotion. And I'm exhaling my um the 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 negative emotions I feel about my coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. smoke love. Smoke love. <laughs> Instead of if your body got accustomed to it. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. That's a beautiful imagery too. And it's mm-hmm. so sweet. Okay. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Thank you for that. That's fun. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, let's see, where should we go next? So I, I, I wanted to mention something a little while ago when you were saying you were a clear sure. channel and I just wanted to say thank you for the last time that we met and you, my guides came through and they said that they were so proud of me. And like that really mm. has, it's still with me. And I told my mom about it. I told, you know, a couple close people about it. Um, but I just wanted to say thank you for doing the work that you do and being so clear and open because mm. that was such a beautiful experience for me. And it just, it keeps confirming like the path that I'm on. So I just wanted to say thank you. You are so welcome. And thank you for, for being, a, uh, I would say, a clear voice for me, because here I am on your channel, connecting with your tribe, um, in, in offering this work. So I appreciate you so very much. You know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> love, love. See, we're smoking love right now. Yeah, we're smoking. We're smoking. <laughs> Wow. I, I have not worked in an environment with coworkers in probably about six or seven years. So it's, it's just interesting saying, you know, releasing the negative emotions about the coworkers because it's still a thing. I have friends who work with other people and they're just, they just roll their eyes and say, what can you do? It's people. <laughs> what can you do? It's people. Um, that might be something fun to do. Uh, sometime in the future, it's like, again, round three orgasm, doing yeah. something special for the ladies, um, releasing the T shot, uh, the root chakra, Yamuna Dara chakra. Um, I, I've been called to do that, but with high, a high tea session, meaning connecting with a mama marijuana, plant medicine, doing some deep work and having her guide us through the shock, some shocker release techniques. I did that with a personal client and it was mind blowing what came through. So that might be something for the future ladies. If it's something that you want, tell Danny and we shall organize. Yeah. A divine feminine release. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, Okay. So talking about your program. Okay. Um, what kind of stuff can we expect? Cause I know I've, I've gotten little tidbits all along the way here. You're like, oh yeah, that's in there. That's in there. That's in there. Um, okay. but just like a full overview of like, and see where, see where that will lead us next. Okay. So the full overview says 21 days and, um, I'm going to just go through some of the days. So yeah. one day we're going to work. So the first day is, is your awakening into love, which is your own personal love story. We all have a love story in our heads and that love story, whether or not you're in a relationship is governing your life, your behaviors, your decisions. Mm. And so like the doctor, we have to know what your love story is in order to find a diagnosis, to figure out how we can help. So that's the first step. 
what are you telling yourself? And is it based on, I call it, well, I'll be teaching about free will versus determinism. And if you don't know what that is, this is a great reason to join the program because a lot of us are, we're disempowering ourselves and that's all I'll say for that. And when you understand how you're disempowering ourselves through the questionnaire I created, you look at your answers and you're just, okay, this is it. And remember what I said about the ABC, you have to accept that that's what was and do not let that define what should be in the future. Damn, yeah. it's day so one and I'm already excited. And that's day one, that's day one. So I connected with um, two clients of mine because I have some clients who are also doing the program too. And I went through uh, what I was planning on having for day one. And she's, she's like, oh, that's great. Wow, that's, I did work with you. I heard, I heard her breathing. She's like, I did work with you before. And, you know, I know I can handle it, but wow, that's, that's good. I'm like, okay. And day two, she's like, wait, that's, I thought you were talking about a week of work there. She's like, no, 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 maybe, maybe don't, maybe not so much right off the bat. Cause I was literally giving you guys everything, but what I realized and which is why I feel like it was divine awareness for me to, to connect with her is everyone that is listening right now, regardless on where you are in the awareness scale, you want information that will be digestible. You want it to be relatable and you want to make sure that when you come in right away, that brain of yours doesn't say, this is too hard, this is too much. Because I've been through programs before where I saw it as a tall building that I needed to climb versus as a desert that I needed to explore. And I want this program to be a desert that you explore and you find puddles here and there that will fuel you, trees and oasises. But again, it's work. So you will be challenged. So yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So day two, like I said, it's inner child healing. That's going to be a lot that, that day I did not want to hold back. So by all means, take as much time as you want on that uh, day. Uh, we have opening, um, attracting open hearts. And this has a lot to do with the heart chakras and the type of people you've been attracting in your life. And this isn't just about love. This has a lot to do with also your relationships with family members, your relationship with your parents. Have you what has been coming up there? I have some clients who their relationships with their parents wasn't great. And just doing this work, they had the shift. And then the relationship shifted to where they are connecting. They're close. There is intimacy in terms of um, father, daughter, father, mother, um, not father, mother. <laughs> yes, father, mother. But son, son, father, there's this level of respect and love there that wasn't there previously because the hearts were closed off. Mm. And so this teaches you how to open your heart chakra. I'll be going in all of these topics. I'll be going into the science and the spiritual holistic, you know, vibrant level of work. So it's the science of nirvana. And like I said, when we started this podcast, you have to respect both. 
and combine both and love both because you are both. <laughs> we have um, identifying red flags and no, everybody, this isn't just about the external world. This is about identifying the red flags within you. Yes. So you, most of the world knows about narcissism. They know about things that um, a, and a person can project upon you, but what are you projecting upon others? Bam. This, this day will show you and help you understand that again, everything is done in a space of love. This is not to attack your personality or ego or anything. This is simply awareness. And awareness is one great way to actually release the ego. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, another day would be cord cutting and detachment from exes. This is one of my favorite days. <laughs> <laughs> we both started dancing, right? <laughs> this is one of my favorite days, days guys, because, hey, a lot of us are holding on to people, holding space for people, connecting intimately with others on the astral plane and not knowing it. Ooh, it's really powerful. Really powerful. Oh, I can think um, of a couple people I can't wait to take to day five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh no, this is, this would be maybe day eight or nine. So oh, I did everything okay. specifically in the order in which you release, you let go. And you know, you just, yeah, you're just, you're warming it up because you're just, you're a noodle soup with all the healing. You're nice and soft and gooey and just love. Um, there's the, <laughs> there's the ancestral healing, which is a powerful day. This will have a lot of content and information on it. Ooh. And we'll be doing not just deep hip hypnosis in the recordings, but energy work, really amazing energy work. And so I like to say, and I will say this in the recording, I will be holding space for you in the time and place and space you do this exercise. So it doesn't matter if you do it 10 days after everyone in this program, I will be holding space for you as you process. You will not be doing this alone. Mm. Yeah. Um, and we have balancing of the, the masculine feminine energy. And this is this, I will be talking about the Shishuma energy, which is the Sanskrit version of, um, of yoga. This is, this is the Pingla, the Ida. This is balance. This is where the, 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 this is where it starts everybody. Like, I don't want to give away too much because it's such juicy information. <laughs> when I learned about the, uh, the Pingla, the Ida and the Shishuma, sex was not never the same for me. And I'm just saying it, it, it was never the same because I was, I was embodying both aspects of myself in everything I did from washing the dishes to connecting with myself, to even just, to even just talking, I was just balanced. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> We have, um, we will have your values level, which is the great day too, because this will be a way to organize and understand mentally where you hold your values, your values being 
what are the top things you want in a relationship? And this wouldn't just be, oh, you know, he has to treat me great. And, oh, she has to have nice. <laughs> I did the boom. She has to be beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's not the surface level stuff. It, it's the, this is, and I'm going to pose the question simply because I, I want your mind to start thinking for those who will be joining me, the 21 day challenge. Mm. This has all to do with you seeing what you want and understanding, is it because of lack? Is it because of fear? Mm. What is the highest purpose of me wanting what I want? And when you get to the bottom of it, I promise you, you'll be surprised because a lot of us are choosing the things we want because we didn't get that as children. Now imagine embodying everything you want and then making a list for the person you would like to have in your life or the level of relationship you would like to experience with your current person. It will be limitless, yeah. just like time. Yep. Um, there's setting healthy boundaries and new relationships. There's, there's inner love, attraction, and worthiness. And that is such a beautiful meditation. Mm -hmm. You will do it for life. I still do it. I do it every day. And it is powerful. Um, and the last, well, not the last day, but the last thing I'll mention is intimacy, sex, and romantic connections. This is powerful because we are adults and we do things to each other <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> and so those things, sometimes when they're not happening enough, or we don't feel connected sexually with our partners, we might think it's us. We might think it's them. A lot of us don't have a deep understanding of what intimacy really means. Because mm. I see sex as a dance. Both parties are coming in this beautiful circle and they're showcasing, they're doing everything possible, moving each and every limb. It's the soul connection to each other. Yeah. And then because you will already be balanced in your Shishuma uh, energy, like I said, please send me some emails, not to TMI, but just share <laughs> after you've experienced this stuff. Yeah. And the, the program is one that I truly am taking so much time and care and giving it so much love because everything that comes through, the intention is just to help and give value because we are so, we're told to be so disempowered these days mm. and we are so powerful. I agree. And I feel I'm, first of all, I'm so excited to be a part of this 21 day challenge. I kind of, I feel like it could be 21 weeks. And then we talked about this before, but even now yes. hearing about all of the stuff that's in it, like we could spend a week, even each of those could be a whole course, like a whole, you could do a whole 12 week course just on inner child healing. So I feel like this 21 yes. day will be a really great way to like scratch the surface and see. And I think more people will have more trouble with day two than they will with day eight. Mm -hmm. But so I think it's going to be like, um, people are really going to like latch on to some weeks or to some days and really need to go mm -hmm. a little bit deeper there. So I yeah. kind of can't wait to see like what comes out of this 21 day challenge for you as a teacher and a creator, because I really feel like this could be almost like a year. Like, yeah, this is deep yeah. for people. And I, something that really 
connected with me, download, however you want to say it. Mm -hmm. Life story is your love story. Like Mm -hmm. depending on what your love story is that creates your life story. So we all are living our own love story every single day of our life. And it just is about getting almost like peeling back all of those layers of unworthiness Mm -hmm. of inner child stuff on the unbalanced, the disempowered masculine and getting down, 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 down to the very core of who we are, which is of course, infinite love and bliss and peace and beauty. Um, But it's like peeling back all of these layers so we can get down to that part and then attract somebody else who is of that part too. Am I understanding correctly? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because when you were saying and go down, 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 I was hearing actually you grow bigger because Uh, I'm so much bigger energetically than I am or than I was before I started doing this work. And I say bigger because my aura reaches more people because it's genuine, it's authentic. And in connection, whether it's romantic or family related, or even friendship, when you feel big, and when I say big, I mean, empowered, when you feel big, because this world tells us that we're small, society tells us you are small. No, when you feel big, and empowered, and large and powerful and unique in your own right. There's no judgment of the other person. There's no shame of who you are. There's only acceptance and love at the highest frequency. Mm -hmm. And that I've been meditating without music for a very long time. And there's a space that I get to call point consciousness. And this is another thing I would like to teach about. When you reach the space, you realize it's, it's literally like floating in space without arms, legs. I don't feel my body. I'm just consciousness. Mm. What I've noticed is that I feel so me. Mm. And I really want everybody just to sit with that. If you're listening right now, now I want you to just sit for a moment and feel yourself. If you're driving, of course, keep sitting, but please pay attention to the road. Um, <laughs> do this exercise when you get home, but sit with yourself. And I want you to ground in whatever way you feel like it. Hold something, hold your own hand and just be. And in this moment, I want you to imagine yourself as you. And I want you to love that feeling. Love you. Just feel it. That heartbeat of yours, it's just yours. Your fingerprint is the only one on the face of this earth. Your signature is here because you are you and what you're here to do, no one else can. And so you owe yourself, yourself, the right to be you. And so I have this little saying that I learned when I was doing a journey. Every day I will be me's. That's M-E-S, apostrophe S, me's. Because, you know, I have a little flair to me. Um, it's every day I will be 
me as being M mentally, E emotionally, and the apostrophe S, the apostrophe S is spiritually. Every day I will embody me's. I will be who I need to be because I know everyone else is still trying to figure out their own shit. And if I do my work, I may help this world get where it needs to be faster. It's my responsibility, but I get to do it. Mm -hmm. How beautiful is that? So beautiful. Yeah. I resonate with that a lot with the work I get to do also. It took me a little bit to get here, but Mm. I also feel very similar to you. So um, it's no surprise that we're connected and collaborating again, because we're just in this spot of, we get to do this awesome shit for the world. Mm. And like, yeah. So thank you. That was such a, that was such a beautiful way to like wrap this up and let people in a little bit on your meditations and your awesome voice and everything that you're going to be bringing to this 21 day challenge and the free event. So everybody may 1st, the 21 day or a little bit longer course will launch 21 day evolve to find love. Mm-hmm. And then April 9th will be the free event that Earl is going to be hosting for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you get in contact with her, click the link in the description, and then you'll be able to sign up and register and get some more love in smoke that love. Yes. <laughs> yes. Also, I'm only the, the first launch of the program May 1st, I'm only doing a con- container of people, meaning it's probably not going to be more than 25 now people. And simply because I'm going to be in the groups constantly talking, connecting and helping. And so you guys get to be my beta version. So the, I guess the amount of time I'll be spending with you will almost be like you are in a one-on-one course because, you know, a personal group course, because I'll be there. Um, after the 12 week is done, then I'll be opening the program up to everybody. So I'm only connecting and offering this to the collaborators, the amazing souls that I'm called to Danny is one of them. And so you being a part of her tribe gives you the opportunity to get in on this program first and yeah, be a part of, of all the healing. Yeah. So it's so exciting. So how's the course going to work? Um, like you said, private Facebook groups, group calls, meditations, kind of, how is it going to be laid out for everybody? So I'm actually not going to do Facebook simply because, uh, Danny and I, you and I, we had the conversation that not everybody is on Facebook. So I'm going to use a private platform. Yes. Okay. So you'll have access to the private platform and the course will be, you'll have access to the content one day at a time. I do want to do it this way simply because I know there's going to be some people who are like, you know what? I'm just going to skip the boundaries. Mm-mm, it's a process, love. You got to go one, <laughs> one day at a time. And so you're going to have access to it one day at a time. You'll have your login and um, be, uh, there's a special place sound-wise where I have all the meditations, the binaural beats, everything where you can literally download the app. You have access to everything and it's like playing it on your phone. You don't have to download anything. It's just there when you need it. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to make, make everything accessible on their phones. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, uh, to close this out, yeah. where can people find you? And wait, before okay. that, before that, I mm-hmm. have a question, just a quick one. Um, what is, so the podcast is called talking each other home okay. and, um, what is home to you? Hmm. So the first thing that came to mind is home is where the heart is. And when I say the heart, I mean, your soul, um, home is where your soul is and home right now is earth, but home, you know, whenever I pass on, we'll be somewhere else. I am home. Home is me. Mm -hmm. And so the goal is to keep your home as tidy as possible. So when you have visitors, you can be a great host. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so glad I asked. Oh my goodness. Okay, good. Um, and where can people find you and get a hold of you and find your things other than the okay. links I'll post? Okay. Um, so Instagram, it's sci.a.vana. So it's sci.vana. Um, I gotta tell you guys, I'm not very active on Instagram or any social media platforms. I will be changing that because I will be making space for that. I realize that it's important to just connect. And so I will. So you can add me there and, and within the next month, I'll start posting really fun content that you can engage with and talk to me on uh, Facebook. It's the same thing. It's just Saivana, no dot. And the link for the 21 day Evolve to Find Love Challenge is on my bio on both Facebook and the Instagram. So you can go and get your spots ASAP before it runs out. All the spots runs out. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much, Earl. Okay. This was You're great welcome. to connect with you. We went all over the map today. I think it was, and I could pick your brain for hours about so many different mm. things. So we're going to have to do this again and maybe dive into soul stuff versus love we stuff. Will. Like, we will. I, I have so many questions and just want to keep digging. Um, so thank you for joining. Thank you for your time and beautiful energy. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you guys soon in the event. Much love. Okay. And thank you so much, everybody, for joining me for another episode. I will see you on the next one. Peace.